RadioInfluence.com. Hello, everybody. How y'all doing? Say hi, y'all. Say hey. All right. All right. Is everything going like you want? Is everything going like we want, the track of our career? No. Uh, I can say this. Everything's not going the way we so-called, quote-unquote, would want it to be or how it should be. But regardless, we're not going to let anybody hold us down. This proves it. And we've done good regardless to all the problems. We'll be going on tour. Okay, we're straight. Yes. We don't talk. Go ahead. You said your career is not exactly what you would have wanted it to be, but this proves it. What's not on? Step on up. I'll tell it. We're tell not going to sugarcoat anything anymore. We've been quiet long enough. Can I get an amen? Amen! All right. All right. Well, I'll put it to you this way. We are the biggest selling female group ever. Um, 10 million albums worldwide. We have worked very hard. We have been in this business for five years. And we are broke as broke can be. And we're not like trying to be a sad story. If that was the case, we would have been on everybody's talk show talking about how broke we are. We haven't done that. I know it's hard to believe because we've sold so many albums, but it is possible that's the deal here so and we're not happy at all but for real tonight this is all we wanted we wanted to win a grammy at least one and we won two and that proves that we are the jam Shirley, can you wait because i heard bo diddley on a tv show yesterday because the uh rock, the legends of rock thing is going on tomorrow and he talked about how in the 50s that happened a lot it's shocking that that's happening in the 90s. It is shocking. It's still happening. I mean, we're examples right now. I mean, you don't understand the stress that we're under. And it's like to even find out that people are calling the academy, talking about TLCs out of control and people who are supposed to have your, who's supposed to have your back. It's very confusing. We don't understand that. And it's like, dog, you know what? It's okay because God is on our side. And... He has blessed us, and we are thankful for everything thus far. And nothing to hold us down. Yeah. Lisa. Hello, Lisa. Can you come up to the mic? We've got two questions for you. Ten million albums. How can you be broke? And two, what's coming up with Left Eye Productions? Okay. Um. <laughs> How do you make it run? How do I do what? Make it run. Well, first of all, 10 million albums and how can we be broke? Um, it's kind of, I, I can't go into everything right now, but trust me, you can sell 10 million albums and be broke if you have greedy people behind you. Turn it around so you don't sell 10 million albums and not be broke. Stick together, learn from our mistakes, and uh, you know, just, uh, hmm. Well, you know, contracts and stuff is kind of hard to handle business when you're stuck in um, contracts that say certain things. 
And you know, to me, what also helps is when you tell it. You know, when you're sitting around and you're and you're, you know, like being hush hush about it. Nobody knows. Everybody is. Everybody's looking at the videos. They're looking at the success of the album. So they're thinking that you're on top of the world. And you know, when you're quiet like that, no one knows. So that's why we're telling it. We're not telling it to get anybody in trouble or to make anybody mad at us. We're just being very honest and truthful and telling y'all the truth. So, and that's just how it is. And hopefully, you know, it can stop because it is not 1950 anymore. It is 1996. I shouldn't have to do this, man. I, I shouldn't even have to do this, man. Uh, part learning platform, part inspiration, all things to culture. That is the essence of this thing right here. Hip Hop Study Hall, the podcast. I am DJ Eakin. That what you just heard there was a TLC clip. The group TLC, T-Boss, Left Eye, and Chili used to be signed to LaFace Arista based out of Atlanta, Georgia. A Grammy speech after they had won two Grammys, 1996. And what they are talking about there, as you heard, is the fact that even after selling 10 million records, winning all kinds of Grammys, being on sold out tours and shows, that they are indeed broke. Now, of course, I know your question. I know your question, DJ Eakin. Why are we starting the pod with that? Um, because, look, man, this is part learning platform, right? So there's some lessons to be learned here. But I don't feel like that we should have to address the same lessons every single week. Not with some of your biggest stars out here. We shouldn't have to do it. So I'm going to address this thing again, and hopefully maybe somebody will share a clip. Maybe somebody will actually do what I told you to do. Call a lawyer in the beginning. Because here's what's going on right now. Here's what's going on right now. Mick Mill. You know, Twitter fingers Meek Mill. You know, you know that guy, right? So he's out here on social media, and this is what Meek lets go. Meek Mill now. Now, now, now this is Meek Mill. You know, uh, Dreams and Nightmares Meek Mill. You know, uh, Going Bad with Drake Meek Mill. You know, you know that Meek Mill. Dream Chasers, Rock Nation, that Meek Mill. Uh, uh, police Reform, that Meek Mill. Philly, that Meek Mill. This is what he let go. I haven't gotten paid for music and I don't know how much money labels make off me. I need lawyers ASAP. I know what you're thinking, Eakin. No, he didn't. Uh, yeah, he did. And that wasn't all either because here this one goes. 4.56 p.m. on October 25th, 2021. That means uh, if I'm going by me recording right now, this was yesterday. Ask the record label, how much have you spent on me as an artist? Then you ask, how much have you made off me as an artist? I'm about to make my record deal public by Monday just to let the world see what these people own. Let me stop you right here before I go any further about how much more this is bothering me and bothering me because I still I'm still trying to figure out how we are doing this in in what year is this? Oh, Jason's putting it up right now. 2021. This is what year this is right now. If we count back to TLC telling you that they were broke. That was 1996. So I'm giving you four years of 2000. Let me get my math right. You carry the one, 21, 25 years ago, 25 years ago that TLC made this speech. Not to mention, if you listen to their speech, they mentioned 1950. How are we doing this in 2021? How is an artist that's as big as Meek Mill standing next to Jay-Z in all kinds of pictures on every other song telling me how much money he's got? How is he talking about he needs a lawyer now? And here's my other question. If you make the record deal public, does that change the record deal? If you sign a garbage ass contract, your contract is still garbage, period. 
Just letting me know about it ain't going to fix nothing. But here's some more icing on the cake. Let me make it sweeter for you because as you can tell, this one has riled me up yet again. All right. Here's this one. Keisha Cole decides to join in the party. And Keisha Cole's first album came out in 2005. Keep track of these dates, ladies and gentlemen. Keisha Cole never received a check from any record label, period. But I just thought about that the other day. Hold on. It's 2021. You've been signed. Your first album came out in 2005, 16 years ago. And you just thought about this the other day? Come on, man. Like, okay, look, look, let's go on. It's nothing wrong with obtaining an audit attorneys and spell attorneys right if you're going to make these serious tweets. Please do that uh, so that you're aware of where every dollar went. Trust me, a lot gets lost in the sauce. Hold on. First of all, let me tell you something right now. Let me help you out. This is why I tell you, stop listening to these artists out here. Keisha Cole ain't giving you no new information. This is not new information that a lot of stuff gets lost out here. Nobody, I don't know any artist, any artist, unless they are an attorney that can just look at their contract and read it and understand every word. So why are we 25 years after TLC told you they were broke with two Grammys in their hand? We got some of the biggest artists out here who've done reality shows, uh, songs that are anthems, walking with the biggest artists in the world, signed to them, doing police reform and all kinds of deals with Sprite, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And they telling us now they need a lawyer. Your lawyer should be the first thing that you're doing. And I ain't talking about your homeboy that just started law school. I'm talking about a real live attorney. Oh, and it ain't over. It ain't over. It gets better because, you know, somebody else saw this. Right. So they had to just jump right in. Here's Tyrese. Most of us who were signed 20 years ago, we should all demand our masters be reverted back to us. Let me help you out with something about this music business. All right. You don't get what you what you talk about. You don't get what you uh 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 what you what you what you what you you know make these 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 little tweets about. You know what you get? You get what you sign on the dotted line for. That's what you get. This is called the music business for a reason. All right. So again, my advice, and and this is all I can give you, man, because this is the music business. Tyrese really getting some masters back because he put it on Twitter. Because if he ain't signed the right paperwork, he ain't getting no masters back. If he ain't got the right amount of money to make the master's deal where they want it right now, he ain't getting no master's back. Like, I'm lost here. I feel like, you know what, somebody got to be somebody. You know what? You know what? Somebody punking me. That's what they doing, Jason. Somebody punking me. They punking me. You know, what's, you know, what's about to happen. It's about to be a Netflix movie about to drop. And this is the promo. That's that's what's going on here. That's got to be what's going on, man. Like, look, man. This is not the kind of news I want to bring you on Hip Hop Study Hall. You know, it's not. And and it's it's actually, um, as my mom, my man Tom would say, Tom is like, wait, what? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, like, look, man, I ain't a super fan of Meek Mill, but I also am not a hater of Meek Mill. You know, but I'm trying to figure out what is he doing? Like, we got Bentleys, we got all kinds of cars, we got everything, but you don't know what your main business, you don't know what that deal is. Look, man, if you're looking to get into this entertainment business, understand me. Don't forget the word business. All right. I don't want to keep having to address this. As a matter of fact, Jason is getting tired of me getting heated in front of this camera when I got to address this type of thing. But this is at the top of the news right now. This is what they're talking about. This is trending on Twitter. Like you around Jay-Z, bro. You are, listen to you. You around LeBron. You in Philly around that dude, uh, Michael, I forgot his last name, but he got ownership in the Sixers. 
You were around uh, Mr. Kraft that owned the, the Patriots. I seen you in all these pictures. Not seen you. I seen you in all these pictures. We ain't got an attorney that understand a basic record deal or understand the deal that you got with MMG slash Warner. I know Rick Ross is your man. He's your boy. But still business, man. It's still business. I'm getting told that my rant is running a little long right now. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm just going to back up a little bit. I, look, man, uh, this is the Hip Hop Study Hall podcast, man. Look, tweet me your questions at Hip Hop Study Hall or at DJ Eakin. I'll get them. Um, um, look, I'm in a, I'm in a space right now, man. Uh, Cause I'm still trying to figure out what's going on. And, and here's, and here is my biggest problem with this whole thing is that Meek Mill is who a lot of the next set of creatives are looking up to. And he just throw things out on Twitter like this. Like, come on, man. Like, like at what point are we going to sit down and do better business? TLC 25 years ago, new edition was before them. We know about all the other things we've heard about in the 50s and stuff like that. And we've heard about what's been going on since then. Let me tell you something, man. And, and, and we got to stop this too. Stop thinking that just because somebody holler, they want their masters, that they getting them back. Because that ain't happening. Not without no paper. Jay-Z bought his masters back, okay? Don't ever get it twisted. Masters coming back costs. And you better be in a proper position, properly situated, if you ain't signed for your masters in the beginning. All right? Because it ain't just happening because you tweet it. It ain't business gets done in the music business all right so understand that man uh kendra jay's gonna be here today man we're gonna get to that uh here shortly again i am dj eakin this is the hip-hop study hall podcast um it, let's get back to happy times I, I i promise you i'm not i'm not mad i just feel like we should address these things jason is looking at me like dude you are really the mad host right now you are really the mad host but these things bother me man lots coming up man don't forget to follow us on social media at hip-hop study hall man also to um I am told that I got to make sure that you guys go to our YouTube channel and like and subscribe and download all that good stuff, man, because my guy Ben is like, bro, we got to get the weight up on that channel. And it's a lot of good things going on over there. All right. So uh, without further ado, man, let's start rocking out. Uh, she's going to be in here in a second. Miss Kendra J. We'll rock out with that, man. Def Jam artists. Uh, I feel good about this part of the show, man. It's Hip Hop Study Hall. Welcome. Shaman DJ, Eakin Tampa's most connected DJ. Um, let me see. Let, let me look at let me look at these credentials here. Singer, songwriter, dancer, choreographer. I'm gonna learn something today. I just feel like that. Miss Kendra Day is in the building. How you doing? I'm amazing. I'm happy to be here. How are you? Um, I'm I'm actually great because I I'm, I feel is honor to stretch. You oh, took the time. You took stretch. the time. You, let me tell you something. I know you're busy. You got a lot on the calendar. You took the time. So Thank honored you. is honored is good. Thank you. Oh, I feel good, you know. So um, <laughs> I'm glad you're here. Thank you. I've been waiting for you. I'm going to blame Ron on, because um, I got to let the people know, I'm going to blame Ron Hurd, my man from <laughs> Def Jam, all my Def Jam people for uh -huh. having you. You know, I know you be on your calendar. I've, I've heard about you. Um, okay. Let's talk about who is Kendra J. Let's get right into it. Let's start right there. Let's go. All right. Kendra J, born and raised in Sacramento, California. Moved to L.A. right after high school to chase the dream. Um, got to L.A., it was a, you know, gruesome three years. You get to L.A. in a city where everyone told you you were going to go and be a star. And then you get there and everyone's pretty, everyone's talented. And you have to really figure out, like, what your niche is. Right. And then you have to build relationships, right? Because that's the most important thing in this business. Boom. So after three years, you know, grinding, working at restaurant jobs, teaching dance classes, got dropped from my dance agency, which was like, you know, an ego kill. Didn't tell a soul, didn't tell my parents. I didn't want anyone to tell me I had to come home because I was dedicated. I knew I was going to make it. 
and uh, ended up doing a scholarship program at Debbie Reynolds Dance Studio in LA. Um, my first audition out of the program was for Beyonce's Formation World Tour. Um, I booked the job as the youngest on the Formation World Tour. Shout out to everyone on that hold team. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're going to get that in. We're we going to give you your flowers right Thank now. You. That's what we're going to do. Thank Go you. Go ahead. Yeah, it was, I mean, yes. It's like one of those things where like it's settled in and I've processed it now because I needed that experience. That right. experience at the beginning of my career is what opened my eyes to everything beyond dance. Like at that point, I was like, okay, I'm bigger than dance. This is my introduction in the game. This is a lot of people's end goal. So for me to start here, my end is going to be big. Um, but I was present. I was soaking everything up. I was focused on building solid relationships. That one, yes, changed the game for me. Came back, you know, touch stages, award shows, music videos. Dua Lipa, Tyga, uh, Gwen Stefani, BB Rexa went on to do Beachella. You see how I'm just listening because I know it's a lot. I'm, I, I'm just it's letting you go because it's, it's, it's but a you know, lot. But, but, but it's, it's important. Yeah, but it's, it's dope though. <laughs> it's it's a dope part of your journey. It is right. Um, it is. And here we are now. With we've moved to another phase of the culture, as I like to say. We have now. We now we making music. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh. started last year putting my first uh, put my first record out. May of last year. So during the pandemic, as an independent artist, like self-funded my music video, like at, for real, like started from the bottom. <laughs> let me let me get this in. Let me get this in. Because before I get into the music and, and mm -hmm. what you're doing with the music, I, I did some research on you, right? And okay. part of the strategy in my notes here, dance first, music second. Yeah. Now, you know, in this thing that we in, right, everybody's like, no, you could do this, you could do this, you could do this. So we wind up doing all these different things. Yeah. What made you say... I got to get this dance thing though. Do it right. Yeah. Cause you making some big moves. You on the formation Thank tour. You. Yeah. you out there with Drake. I don't think you really get much bigger in this culture than Drake and Beyonce, right? And you on these tours. Yeah. And you know how a lot of people do. They like, well, maybe I could go over there right now and talk to somebody about my demo tape or yeah. something I got going on. Yeah. How important was it to you or what made you say, stick to the dance, this other stuff will, will be the next move? Um, I think I just always trusted the timing of everything. Like once the Beyonce, you know, opportunity came after three years that felt like 10, you know, I was like, okay, my life is really like already mapped out. Like my steps are already ordered. So it's just kind of like putting in the relentless work ethic, studying my craft, being consistent, building relationships and like knowing that in due time, the right moment was going to come for me to like be fully locked in to dance but right. I, I think the pandemic also forced me to do that you know like I was booked and blessed as we say in the dance industry so I was working all the time um but also just like off rip you can't be an artist and then go dance for artists I don't you know, know. So, I mean, so, come on, let's, let's be real about it you, yeah. and you me and you both see the internet true I mean right true. now right now we got the Anything island boys goes. we got the island boys going 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 uh viral yeah. and we don't know what they do yeah. I don't anyway I'm not gonna get you to get into right, it right, 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 but right. with the internet everybody think they can do everything anything goes for sure but but I think for myself and my path I knew like if I break in with dance and I build relationships I build a name for myself and I learn that side of things in due time the time will come for me to transition to music so it was just something i kind of just committed myself to like i knew that was going to be the order that i did it right i didn't know when i didn't know that there was a there was a few years where i felt like i should be where i'm at now but again just like sitting back and just trusting the flow and if i had gotten these opportunities at that time i wouldn't have been ready like did, i'm ready now did the pandemic make you speed up your thought process though like being like you know because we all were in this place of like yeah. what are we going to do because we can't move the same way we normally would yeah so did the pandemic make you say now is the time I think the pandemic actually did the opposite. It like slowed me down enough to really like commit. You know, I think my life was so fast paced right. before the pandemic that when the pandemic hit, it was like 
stopped everything, you know, stopped the money, stopped the schedule, stopped everything. So it was like, now what do I do? It was this like panic. Um, and I had to like read and meditate and like really like get right with myself to figure out because I don't halfway do anything. Right. So it's like if I'm gonna put music out, I'm hanging up my dance shoes. I'm not gonna put music out and my agents call me to do a dance job and go do that dance job. Like I was fully committed. I wanted to be respected that I was transitioning. So it slowed me down enough to commit to now be in this speed race that we're on now. <laughs> but how, and I, I want people to hear this part because I, I went through this at radio before I decided to bounce and do the DJ thing like I do it now and do yeah. what I want to do. For the longest time though, you got this job. Yeah. And I did, I had a dope job at radio. I'm doing nights every night. I got a few endorsements here, but I still got these things I want to do. Yeah. And something made me be like, yo, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, yeah. I can do this NFL thing. I can do this ESPN thing. I can do these other things. Yeah. What, made you because you know you got you gotta this is you dancing you doing it yeah, you yeah, on yeah, tours yeah. you on tours that people like you said this is a career move they want to stay there yeah you i'm done it was that little voice in my head that was just like if you don't do this you're always gonna wonder you know it was like in every room i had touched as a dancer and with this successful career i had there was always one person in the room on the camp that would you know pull me to the side and be like yo you're so dope you know like or your energy or like what are you doing next like you're bigger than this like it, it i when i really started to pay attention i was getting those little like omens a lot in right. my dance journey and so i think that kind of encouraged me to like muster up the courage to like believe it in myself because as a dancer you're constantly kind of like playing small in a sense you know it's like don't outshine the artist you know right. don't don't do too much but do just enough like it's just like you really have to find the balance and i was kind of tired of that like i just wanted to shine i just wanted to do my thing and and after the drake tour i was like i got a taste of that it was only six women you know so we were able to get up there and just go crazy so after that i was like nah like it's time like it's time. I, I i gotta get this out i gotta at least see what happens you right. know there's no guarantee and that's what i tell people now you know the haters like everyone that's like how is she she's only there because this or that it's like cool you know what i'm saying i hear y'all but like the way my life is going is this is destiny like this couldn't be forced look let me let me, let me so. let me make this point right here so that everybody understands it right you look like me and which means you brown you're <laughs> yeah. brown black we yeah. let me let me tell you something and chris rock said this you can do the research okay. chris rock said everybody always talking about well they only got this because of this if you look in the average room 50 60 percent of the people in it got a job got a job because they knew somebody yeah so don't you ever this yeah. me telling you yeah don't you ever feel bad because you worked your ass off Thank and then you. you happen to have a connect that said I'm gonna give you another opportunity. Yeah. All right. I'm with you on that move. Yeah. All right. So now we're at the music. We're, the we're music at the phase. music. So yep. when you decided that now we make the move, did you have an idea of where you wanted to go, or did you know like this is the sound I'm looking for? This is who I might want to work with. How did how did that part start? Um, I definitely had like a development period where I was like trying to figure it out. Right. I I'm very um. Like, I wanted to be self-made so bad. I have so many amazing connections. So it took me some time to, like, extend a hand to get help. Um, but, you know, I, I do feel like I, I always knew who I wanted to be sonically, but it took some development, right? It's like it's a numbers game. You get in the studio, you try some some stuff. You're like, eh, that wasn't quite it. I want to do something more like this or, or whatever. So the first few records I put out in my catalog were definitely just, like, off relationships, off kind of a whim of just getting in the studio and trying to learn my voice a bit more, which is why Seesaw, to kind of fast forward, was such a big moment because it was the first record I did that was, like, 
this is what I want. This is who I am. Boom. This is what I want my introduction to be like real, relatable content, you know, that females can relate to. And then obviously, you know, right. got, got the feature and it just kind of went from there. Yeah, and, and <clears throat> speaking of Seesaw, yeah. I, you and Sweetie are like one of your best friends. Yeah, yeah, we're real life friends. So that's why that, that feature was dope. I like stuff to be organic, right. not forced. Didn't have to ask. She actually surprised me with the feature. She like pulled up one day and I had just done the record. Shout out to Trev Rich. That was our first studio session together when we gave birth to Seesaw. And instantly we were like, yo, this is one of them ones. Like it just was catchy, it was upbeat, it was relatable, it was heartfelt. And then uh, I played it for Sweetie, which I don't do. Like, I don't play music. I don't ever want people to feel like I'm like, get on my record. You know, right. it was like, I just want to build it. And if I build it, I was new. Like, they'll come. They'll support. But she heard it and she wanted to hear it in the car. You know, she's a bae girl. She was like, this slaps. I need to bump it in the car. You got to hear it in the car. car. You got to hear that's it in the car. Real, that's a real <laughs> test. So she heard it in the car. And then a few weeks later, she FaceTimed me from the studio and was like, surprise. Like, had a feature on it. And I was like, whoa. Like, it, it just now... From then to now, my life has been like crazy. And so, we're talking moves. The record's been—it's been a lot of ads on that record too. Yeah. We're talking moves, right? We're talking moves. Yeah. Okay. Again, destiny. You know, it's like feel like this meant to be. You see, what I, you see what I said it to honor you? You moving yeah. and you, you still sat here with me. I feel like Stop. I'm working. I'm, it's, it's God. It's, it's God's plan. Stop. Wait. So so we got we got the uh, the seesaw record, which is yeah. happening. Yeah. I, I saw a lot of ad moves. Yeah. And then you just dropped something else. Yeah, 1022 uh, Friday. It feels like it's been a week already. But three days ago, I dropped my next single, Big, and uh, a visual with that. So just me, no feature, low versatility, low braggadocious, but still humble, forever humble. But just kind of letting people know, like, like we're sitting here talking about what I've been doing. It's right. like my my... Record that lets people know I've been big. Y'all just didn't know. But now here I am. And I'm going to continue to show you guys these big moves and these big shoes that I'm going to fill. Hey, can you tell me something? This will be between me and you, though. Don't, don't, I won't tell I'm nobody scared. else. Do I hear some some cut up in there? Like, is that, is that I mean, some, some cut up in there? Because I got I ATL ties. I, I thought I heard some Trillville up in there. I don't know if it's a bed squeak or a chair squeak. Hey, I thought or I, if, what, you, but... if you know some cut, you know, you know that squeaking there when you, I mean, don't get me wrong. Right. It's, it's hot. I, heard, I was yeah. like, do I hear some. Uh, 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 Maybe. Oh, oh, maybe a little okay. something like that. Okay. Yeah. So we got that record out here. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? I feel big. I feel like I'm on my way to being big. I feel like every room I'm I'm able to get in is just really so supportive and and the fans that the growing fan base that I have are really taking to the record. I was a little nervous, you know. Right. It's a little different than Seesaw, um, but right now I'm just I'm locked in. I'm working. I'm I'm low key still like developing. If I'm being real, you know, my career is like moving so quick, but I'm so focused on making sure the music is like incredible and consistent that you know I have I hold myself to a high standard. So. Let me ask you this, you you and. I told you I did my research. Mm -hmm. Low key, like you feel like a motivational speaker inside. What does <laughs> yeah. that, what, what that mean? Um, so my dad is a motivational speaker. Okay. So like my whole life, I've just come up on, you know, positive words of affirmation and just like mind goes negative, mouth goes positive and just like studying, you know, the Muhammad Ali mentality and like all these things that my dad kind of introduced me to at a young age that I kind of took for granted when I was young. It's like, okay, dad, I know I can be great. You know, when you're little, you're right. just telling me that because you made me, but when you, when you really <laughs> tap in, it's like some next level, it's a next level vibration and frequency that not everyone is ready to live and abide by. But when you do tap in, you vibrate different, you know? Right. You, no, you think different. You unlock different levels of yourself that you didn't even know you had. 
So does that make the next generation that does that make the message that you put out to the next generation that much more important to you? Yeah, I feel like my purpose, although like it went from dance to music. Now it's like my way of just expanding my platform and reaching the masses because I do feel like my purpose is just bigger than all of this. Like my story and everything I stand for is just like to inspire people. Right. But but like give them music and give them looks and give them everything, you know, but it's just like it's bigger than me. It's confidence. I'm just, I'm just here to you, do you my need that. It's confidence. We need yeah. that in the world. We need yeah. that. Yeah. I heard that uh, Aaliyah is one of your biggest inspirations. For sure. Why? I think she was a uh, classy. She was like tasteful. She was a breath of fresh air at the time. Um, she never did too much, but she always did just enough. Right. And she had like this mysterious, you know, persona about her that I kind of I love. Obviously, she embodied the dance, the movement with the music. You know, the R&B melodies over the hip-hop beats. So that's something that I definitely want to continue to tap into and pay homage to in, now, my, in my music. Now, yeah, a little different thought right here. Mm-hmm. Thinking about Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Thinking about how she inspired you and what she meant. Mm-hmm. Does it bother you a bit with how her legacy is kind of being moved around a little bit surrounding the R. Kelly thing? Um, For sure. Um, Yeah, I just try to remember her with the utmost respect and... And keep keep everything as positive as I can with how I look at her. Because, you know, media and, right. and just everything will just put a negative spin and light on everything. So I just try to keep my opinions to myself and, and focus on the, the good music and the amazing visuals that inspired me to do what I'm doing now. Okay. Any thoughts yeah. of working maybe with her people, like maybe Timbaland and Missy one day? That would be amazing. Yeah, we, we could go ahead and manifest that right now. You manifest yeah, that? We're going to manifest that. I get in there with them. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the sound I really want to, like, bring back you know and like obviously keep it new school keep it fresh but like that feeling and that like just it was just so different you know so i want to embody that in what i do man hey before you get out here though like i because i I, i'm i'm glad we we got to talk about that and and i know you got a lot of big things coming up um but i don't want to keep you all day can we play this game called fast five oh god i hate games but let's do it (laughs) no i really like I get anxiety. Let's do it. Though. Anxiety? Girl, girl you got this. You Let's got this, girl. Okay. Fast five, all right? Okay. All right. Fast five. First thing, what would you tell your 17-year-old self now? It's not on you. It's in you. Boom. Girl, Girl, you already winning at this fast five <laughs> thing. All right. Okay. One got to go. Okay. One got to go. Okay. Jordans, Dunks, or Yeezys? One gotta go, girl. One oh, gotta go. What does this messes up my potential brand opportunities? Yeezys, Yeezys gotta go. Gotta Yeezys go. Gotta go. I need the J's and I need the Dunks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. All right. Um, make a choice. Okay. A guy that listens, or a guy that makes you laugh. A guy that listens. Why? Girl, you know he might have that. Girl, you don't want that comedy all day. You know a guy that? that listens because you can make me laugh all day, but if I talk and I communicate with you and you don't listen, then I don't I don't even care to hear the, the jokes. <laughs> we can't even get to the fun part. Boom. Okay. Yeah, I need you to hear me loud and clear. Got you. Yes, okay. sir. You were on tour with Beyonce. Yep. If you could have that moment back or if there's, you know, a chance. Mm-hmm. One thing that you wish you would have gotten to ask her while you were on that tour. Mm. Mm-mm. How do you find balance? Not a bad question. Yeah, how do you find balance? She's, you know, a mom and a entertainer and a boss. And she's, you know, it's like she wears it well and she stays out of the media. I was going to say that part. And she stays. Yeah. And even when she's in the drama, she somehow stays out of yeah, the drama. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's like 
unproblematic. I feel like she's been like that for a long time. So just, yeah, I mean, I've had now I'm so many questions are coming to mind, but I think it would start with like finding the balance. Cause even me right now, it's like, right. I barely talk to th- my mom and my friends and this, and it's just like, you, you get caught up in it and you try to stay present, but you know, I like think, learning balance, I think, is going to be one of the most important things for me. Is it me and you may see this? Because I used to work at Def Jam. And one of the things that seems like that her and Jay-Z do well mm-hmm. is they just don't respond. They you don't, understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the media is going to do whatever they want to, right? Like, you remember, everybody knows, the infamous elevator incident, right? Yeah. They didn't say anything. They Never. let Saturday Night Live handle it. They let everybody yeah. do anything. And when they finally did come out, it was just this unified front, minimal words, because yeah. you, because the public was not supposed to be in a business. They like, this our business. Right. And they kept it moving. And by, yeah. you know, give us two days, something else goes viral. Yeah, for sure. So, That's something I definitely need to, like, you know, don't respond. Because I'm quick to be I, like, It's rough. Okay, it, it's cool. rough. <laughs> yeah. Some of the people in them comments will make you, you be like, bro, I, yeah, I, <laughs> right, right, I need to pull up, bro. Right, I need to pull up, bro. Right, exactly. Uh, you, you okay, Fast Five was fun. I well, we ain't done yet. We got one more. Okay. We got one more. I, right. I, I know you can handle this. Okay. I knew it. I saw it in you. <laughs> All right. One thing. Um. Oh, no. No, here it is. Number five. Three things every mom should teach their daughter. Ooh. Three things every mom should teach their daughter. Um, love yourself before you love a man. Um, be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. We live in a world where we're constantly comparing ourselves. Social media, fake bodies, real bodies, expensive, not expensive. Be kind, be kind. Um, and always stay gracious. You talk about you couldn't handle this game, girl. Always you stay got gracious. it. Yeah. Grace is, kills people. Kill them with kindness. Look, man, can we give Kendra J a round of applause? You're the first person ever. Hey, you're the first person I dropped Fast Five on, and you Ooh, handled it just fine. You yay. know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. Kendra J, um, yes, sir. Seesaw is out right now. Yep. New single just dropped big. Mm-hmm. Where can they find you at on social media? Matter of fact, what do you what do you what do you have coming up? Where they can catch you at next? So what's going on? Um, hopefully I'll be touching a stage near y'all by spring, summer next year. Right now with these two singles, we're pushing these two singles. We're gonna go into the holidays. EP drops in 2022. EP right? coming top of the year i'm about okay. to get back in the in the studio as soon as i finish promo and i uh, focus on making that amazing get the visuals done and yeah come top of the year swinging and hopefully uh do some live performances real soon i appreciate yeah, that I, it's kendra j i t s kendra j a e on all platforms okay i was gonna get that part back in yeah too. i got you i, I, got I you. appreciate you and i, appreciate I really you. do thank you for taking the time to stop by no and hopefully we can talk more soon and you know i'll tell other people they got a lot to live up to playing fast five because <laughs> you, you rocked out right here i her, set the bar set the, you set the bar okay. man let me tell you something her name is kendra j singer yes. songwriter dancer choreography choreographer yep. all around boss you making it happen i appreciate you thank, thank you. you so much appreciate you <laughs> Boom. And just like that, man, I, I told you the show would get, I told you, well, I'm not necessarily saying the show was bad in the beginning because nobody's going to convince me that that opening was bad. Um, uh, uh, oh, one thing I, I, I do want to do though, um, before we get out of here and go back to the point, first of all, thank uh, uh, Kendra J for stopping through from Def Jam uh, and, and, and chopping it up with us. A lot of great things are coming with her. So I appreciate her sitting down with that. But um, one of the tweets I got since we were sitting here and the interview happened or whatever, it's like, Eakin, so um, how do you sell 10 million albums and uh, you wind up broke? So I'm going to get out of here and I will leave you with Left Eye. 
the late great left eye, Lisa Left Eye Lopez from TLC, telling you exactly how you can sell 10 million albums and still be broke. All right. At Tip Hop Study Hall, man, don't forget, man, like, uh, download, subscribe, hit all of that stuff on YouTube, man. And don't forget, uh, we are here. New episodes drop every Friday, 3 a.m. Eastern time, all right? We here, man. Hip Hop Study Hall. I'm your man, DJ Eakin, man. I'll holler at you soon, all right? This is how a group can sell 10 million records and be broke. And everyone, get ready to do your math. When we first started out, we were kind of cocky. Okay, there are 100 points on the album. TLC had seven. Every point is equal to eight cents. All right? Seven times eight, 56 cents. But as time went on, we learned a lot. That means every time an album gets sold, TLC gets 56 cents. So 10 million records, $5.6 million. Seems like a lot of money. Well, it's not a lot of money when the record company has spent $3 million to record your album. And in the record business, we pay all costs back to the record company. We pay recording costs, video costs. So now we have $2.6 million left. Well, guess what? When you have that much money, you're in about the 47, 48.49% tax bracket. So that immediately gets deducted to $1.3 million. Then you split the rest three ways. You got about $300,000. Is that much? Okay? $300,000. I can buy a nice